0: The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So, if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings? They're not under consideration. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. Today we are going to address something where I feel like unless you've been living under a rock, this is pretty big news, so you should probably at least be peripherally aware of it. But if you're the kind of person that has somehow found their way into my little spot I've carved out for myself in the world wide web, that you probably already know this. And if you are the person who actually needs to hear this shit, you probably aren't listening to me. So if you do have somebody who lives with their head wedged firmly up their rectum, feel free to direct them to this episode so we can get their shit straightened out. So what we're going to talk about first is I want to talk about what is going on in Cuba right now. If you are unaware of what is going on in Cuba, you really are either willfully ignorant or you just haven't been reading the news, which I can understand. The news is depressing. The news sucks. A lot of us have made a point of ignoring it. I I do the, like, dip your toe in the water method when it comes to news. I read the headlines just to see how bad and how fucked up the world has gotten. And then I go back to ignoring it because I find I'm a lot happier if I don't over-propagandize myself. But this is one of those situations... Where it is a legit thing that needs to be discussed. And partly this needs to be discussed because I want to speak directly to the ultra far extremist leftist individuals who are constantly talking about the, how communism is some sort of answer and how they think the world's going to be a better place if we all decide that we're going to live that beautiful ideal. First off, The vast majority of these assholes don't actually understand how communism was even developed as a concept, and the fact of the matter is, uh, communism in its you know current modern concepts and the structure before you get into like Stalinism and Leninism, which is where the major changes came into place, and none of it was good. But Karl Marx, the supposed you know the so-called father of communism, this is a guy who was only in a position to develop these theories about how, you know, cultural class wars exist and how these things happen because he was the privileged son of a land-owning, vineyard-owning lawyer who grew up in a, you know, what would at least be considered an upper-middle-class family nowadays. And by and wide, a lot of these assholes that are out there lauding all this flawed theory, I mean... In an ideal world, in an idyllic scenario where all people were good and fair and and treated equally, Marxism and communism is a wonderful concept. If everybody gave as they were able and took as they needed, that would be fantastic. The problem is human nature does not allow that shit to work. And it has been shown time and again. There's a reason why the Soviet Union, the world's powerhouse of communism, collapsed. Because it's bullshit. It provides no incentive for work. It does not reward innovation or creativity. And there is, as much as people want to say it's about equality and, and fairness, there are still class strata in there. There are still the elite, the political elite, the people who toe the line and, and bang the drum the hardest saying how great the system is, lived better lives than the average worker. That's not how it's supposed to work. It's not. You're if you support the party, the party supports support you, and everybody's supposed to be equal and treated fairly. That's what everybody seems to think communism is, in in implication and in practice and in implementation. That's not how it worked. Nowhere, never in the history of the world has it worked. The closest it's come to working is in China, where they don't even actually practice practical communism. They have communism light because they are still participating in capitalism all around the world, buying, selling, trading, producing goods with dirt cheap labor because it's produced by party members who really have no vote to support the elite. There are multi-millionaires in China, Chinese citizens who live luxurious, opulent lifestyles that are supported by sub-minimum wage labor from the The working class in that country, it's not like their communism ideals are actually being practiced. It's just a different regime, a different form of control. And it's a system where the government takes away from everybody and instead of distributing it fairly, which is the ideal that supposedly communism is supposed to encourage. The elite get what they want. The poor get the dregs. It's just like anywhere else. The only difference is there's no innovation. There's no motivation. There's no drive to do better. Because good work is not rewarded. Poor work is not punished. Everybody's punished. It's fucking ridiculous. If you're not one of the elite, you don't get to better your scenario or your situation. There's only so far you can go as a grunt. And now we're seeing in in, in, in communist Cuba... Cuba, a bastion of communist solidarity for years, when you know Castro and the, Revol- the people's revolution came in and they took over, and basically said, you know, the communist party in Cuba, their slogan is "homeland or death." That's not exactly a positive outlook on life, and the the government officials in control, the president of Cuba, who is literally for the first time in 60 years a person who's not a Castro so yeah it's a real fair system there it's not a complete you know family business of a ruthless dictatorship where the common man is there to serve one family simple fact of the matter is it's even and it showed up in the New York Times where they said freedom is an anti-government slogan they're not wrong and it's not just in Cuba but Realistically, I want to address what's going on in Cuba. Thousands of people flooded the streets in protest last weekend because they want to change. They want freedom. They've changed their homeland or life. They're chanting this as a slogan in direct opposition to the slogan of the ruling party. And you know why they're doing this? Because the country is running out of fucking everything because of mismanagement by a government that controls every aspect of life. They are out of medicine. They are out of aspirin. You can't go to a hospital and get penicillin if you have an infection. You can't get groceries. If you want to buy food, you have to go to stores with foreign currency. Cuban domestic currency is worthless in that country right now. You cannot buy supplies unless you have foreign funds on hand to go to the shops that will take foreign money and give you beans and rice people are waiting in line for hours and this is the shit i grew up with hearing about in russia people were constantly defecting and leaving the communist system because life there was fucking miserable there was no idyllic everybody got their fair share it was everybody got the opportunity to wait in line six hours and you got in line and you didn't even know what the fuck you were getting in line for I knew people that came over here when I was a kid, and they told me stories about how they would be walking down the street and see a line and get in it, not knowing what they were getting in line for, but simply knowing that there was something there to buy. And so they got in line and they waited just to see what it was. It could have been a loaf of bread. It could have been potatoes. It could have been pantyhose. They they didn't know. But things were so scarce and it was so hard to come by things. If you weren't an active upper tier party member of the Communist Party, you got shit on left and right. You got nothing. You worked and slaved and provided for the party and you towed the line and you waited in line hours to get food and you weren't even sure you were waiting for food. So all these privileged college kids who seem to think that walking around yelling about how communism is the solution and capitalism is the world's evil and all this other shit because capitalism allows people to take advantage of other people, they're really unaware of the system they're dealing with. They don't understand how fucked up things really are. If you think communism is such a wonderful deal and that's how the world needs to be fixed, there are still a few countries that practice it that you're more than welcome to fuck off and go to. And they're, you know, they may let you in, they may not, I, mean, but you're not going to enjoy nearly the freedom or the idyllic life you think you're going to be walking into. It's not some kind of fucking paradise, and the fact that some people are stupid enough to think that it is, I mean, they have these ideals that, oh, this is how the world should work, but the problem is every country where, we've tried, where we as a, a species have tried to implement these ideas has blown up in our faces. Now that's not to say there aren't some you know countries that have socialist policies in place for certain things whether it's universal health care Which I think everybody does have the right to have health care. I think we should I Mean it makes sense from a logical standpoint a country should want a healthy population of people and they should be doing willing to do things to make that a, a Factor does that mean I think Capitalism is the devil and everything else needs to go and everything should be handled by the state fuck No We're talking about people that I wouldn't... I Honestly, I don't trust politicians at this point at all. Across the board, unilaterally. Parties aside, I don't give a fuck what party you're in. You're all slimy crooks. I really don't want them making every decision in my life. And that's exactly what these assholes seem to think should be the case. So if you think these things are so great, here's what you need to do. Get you, round up a bunch of your whining, bleeding-heart asshole friends who think this is the answer and these communist countries have the right idea and, and extreme socialism is the only way to life. And take everything you have, get all the paperwork in place. I'm sure we could find some lawyers. I will help you find a lawyer that will do the work for you to transfer all of your assets to somebody who wants to leave Cuba because their life fucking sucks and go take their place. Go see how the system works and how ideal things are and how idyllic will be when everybody pays in and everybody gets, everyone gets according to need and everyone pays according to ability and see how fucking fantastic the life is going to be and see how the world is. See how things are when you're going to die from a fucking scratch falling off your bike because you can't get penicillin because the hospital doesn't have Tylenol, much less any life-saving supplies. When you're in a country where the people in power are going to say that the uprising by these starving masses people are literally starving that's what it took to get a protest going in this country because it is so draconian in their processes and their policies and their laws are so authoritarian they are so willing to come down on people so hard to crush every semblance of an uprising to make sure they have complete control and complete authority that is what created this circumstance. And they're blaming, oh, this is you know capitalist manipulation. This is America interfering with our country. And this is something that has actually managed to unify part of the government in this country. Democrats and Republicans are all saying, hey, you know what? We support the people of Cuba. We want a free democratic country in Cuba because that's what the people want. The simple fact of the matter is, A lot of people are out there trying to say this is a product of American trade embargoes and all these shitty things that are happening in Cuba are a direct result of American interference. And the simple fact of the matter is there's no food, there's no medicine, there's nothing there. That's not a product of the American embargo. Whether you support the embargo, whether you think the embargo is bullshit, the simple fact is it is a case of an economy that is mismanaged and there is realistically a large portion of their income was tourism. Different people coming from different uh, you know, places to come and experience the what, In under other circumstances, could be an idyllic situation. Up until the late 50s, it was a tourist destination. American interests, American businesses, American companies would go to Cuba, and it was a beautiful place, and it was a wonderful time, and it was a vacation destination. And it still is for a lot of countries that don't have the same trade relations and embargoes and bans that America has with that country but you know the 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 government that took control and the power structure that was in place mismanaged the funds they had mismanaged the resources they had the foreign currency that was being funneled in by all these tourists dried up because of the pandemic and so they were comp- the resources they were completely relying on that were coming from other countries are gone they don't have any allies in the region because the only other Communist region country in the region in Venezuela with the socialist country collapsed. they are a fucking shit show themselves. So they don't have anything. There's no food in the store for people to buy. There are you know people can't parents can't feed their kids. The kids can't that have old elderly parents can't take care their take care of their elders. The common people, the people on the street, the ones who are dependent on these foreigners to come support their lifestyle, have nothing. The party elite are the ones who, even they're starting to run out of everything, they're being affected by the rolling blackouts, but they're also the ones that have generators hooked up to their houses. They're the ones who have some sort of fallback. They're the ones who still have certain degrees of food, because before the stuff that gets to the street where these people are buying things with whatever foreign money they've managed to scrape together before those people get to that the elite party gets their beak wet first the elite party members get their take first it's a corrupt and abusive power system people are desperate that's why these protests are happening for the first time in almost 60 years thousands of people are flooding the streets and you know, the government's saying, well, we're ready to fight and the revolution will not be stopped. The revolution failed. I mean, there's tons of inflation. You're spending literally, you know, the equivalents of hundreds of dollars for beans and rice. It's, it's not a comparison that any of these shitheads who are out here praising these systems, these things that have pretty much unilaterally across the globe led to elitism, cultural suppression, and shitty fucking people having the haves and the have-nots slaving away to survive, but we don't call it slavery anymore because it's the ideal dream. Everyone in the parties has the equal opportunities and gets supported by the government. They get what they need. The problem is they fucking don't, and you can't tell that to people because... Then you get this, you know, pathetic fallback of, well, that's not real communism. They don't know what, they're not doing it right. That is literally every country where this system has been tried. Every single one of them. From a purely objective stance, there are elite ruling classes and there are the working class that support the elite ruling class and the party rules with an iron fucking fist. That's why North Korea is run by a family in draconian methods, where they have open elections where there is only one candidate for both fucking parties. And they have monitors to make sure you vote for one of those two parties when it's the same fucking guy from the same fucking family. And they literally rewrite history and feed it to the people and try and say, this is the truth. And they present a false face to the rest of the world because they think people believe it. And unfortunately, some of these fucking idiots do. But the simple fact of the matter is there's nothing there that's real. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's all, look at how great we are to maintain the power of a few over an entire country's population. Welcome to Hot Takes and Tea Breaks. Hey, look, I know this is, you know, the elephant in the room but on the other hand like if your entire personality revolves around talking about that yep it's gonna get old real yeah. quick yeah yeah you know that, yeah. i believe that i feel that that yeah exactly aaron that's where i was going with but you yeah. said a beautiful <laughs> yeah, I I, 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 a podcast about unpopular opinions okay. uh, let's see what other completely inappropriate things i can say yeah yeah wildly offensive Mark will come up next. Um, Wait, who's Mark? Okay.
1: Remark. Oh, it's
0: remark. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I might be a little slurry. Sorry. Oh, okay. Ooh, we're all just getting fucked up on here. It's fine. That's like yeah. how we're supposed to do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just, I'm just working on maintaining. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I just woke <laughs> up from a nap, and I didn't even, you know, this is like barely even touched yet. Yeah. So. Well, no, I, 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 well, that's the thing. I, I, I had like two cocktails but mm. but i'm also running on like two and a half hours of sleep so i'm just <laughs> oh. oh god okay well yeah. i try to start my car with my out. remote so that's yeah gildred <laughs> start his car with his remote we're all in a good place yes this is the this great is where place quality that... entertainment comes from <laughs> it really does it doesn't need to like the the setting doesn't need to be perfect it's just got to be mm-hmm. like you know the, the perfect people together doing it it's a great we're doing right. it. So who's Mar- who, who's next? Mark? Mark. <laughs> no. Okay, next Where's is Mark? Billy. Sophisticated oh, okay. and culturally diverse. Who doesn't care if I do dumb I feel like in your area, it'd be perfect. Don't you have like hillbillies around there? You'd be like, hey, shut the oh, fuck up. Come okay. <laughs> to your house and blow you up. I got guns and a shovel <laughs> and dogs. Isn't there <laughs> hillbillies? <Hey>, I- <laughs> I'm live, not in dude. hillbilly territory anymore. <laughs> Oh no, you got to understand something. The hillbillies and I have an understanding. All right. Well. Cowboys from Connecticut. Dedicated to society's issues. Okay, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Crackhead is not a solar dependent hobby. It's, I mean, it's it, it you're not fucking Batman. I'm sorry. It's not, you know, making memories for a lifetime. Doing like the John Wayne strut so it's swinging back and forth. Yeah. It's like, shh. Oh, no. It's like you pe- like a piece of glue Like it, when, when you sque- squeeze glue Glue out of a bottle Wait Running after I mean? Running after his mom 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 I did... Mom I oh, like what I did I did it Hot takes And tea breaks Coming soon. It's happened there. It's happened in China. It's happened in Cuba. It's happened in Venezuela. And a lot of these asshole kids that are out here now, you know, picketing and protesting and saying this is the answer. Maybe you guys are too young to realize this. Maybe you don't remember. Maybe you didn't get the message from fucking watching Scarface because every one of these kids seems to have seen the movie, but none of them got the fucking message. When Castro took over in communist, and made Cuba a communist country, Cuba was a swinging fucking place before this asshole got into power. He took over the country, got put into power, implemented his regime change, fed in all these draconian measures. And then, after a few years... Decides to empty the fucking prisons, take all the convicts, all the criminals, all the murderers, everyone that the state locked up and deemed unfit. So there were political dissidents in there. There were some people that legitimately really, you know, they shouldn't have been locked up. They were political refugees. He put them all on a bunch of fucking rafts and shipped them over here. He didn't do that out of the kindness of that of his heart. He didn't do that in some magnanimous gesture of, well, if you're not happy here, we'll let you leave. He did that because even at that point, the country was starting to falter. And at that point, it was cheaper to send them here. He didn't have to house them. He didn't have to feed them. He th- he actually literally thought he w- by sending over convicts and criminals and drug dealers and murderers and pimps and all these other, the you know, dregs of their society, he figured that would actually stir shit up in miami and in florida and in the united states they would come over here and cause problems for us and they would be our problem so it would inconvenience us it would be a distraction this is the mindset of this guy he wasn't doing it to be friendly he wasn't doing it because they didn't agree with him and so if they didn't like it they could get out that wasn't his policy his policy was if you didn't like it you got one of two things you got a seller you got a bullet and then, after that, it was pretty much Cuba was quiet. Cuba was Cuba was fucking closed. Cuba was not doing business. Cuba, because they had the backing of the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union backed Cuba because that gave them a foothold into our half of the globe. And during the Cold War, that was a thing. A lot of you fucking kids don't understand that because it's something out of a history book that really isn't even talked about anymore according to modern curriculum. But it was a thing. I lived through it. I was there. I was there when you know Ronald Reagan said Mr Gorbachev tear down this wall you, you fuckers don't know what it was about but and it was the whole Berlin Wall thing that was a whole nother misunderstanding and miscommunication but here's the here's what's going on in Cuba right now in the cliff notes version the Soviet Union collapsed it collapsed because communism is a faulted system and it doesn't work so the Soviet Union collapsed. Cuba loses its financial backer because the world superpower that has been footing their bills and keeping them in tanks and weapons and keeping their troops armed so the troops can keep the people suppressed is gone. So they lose this easy source of cash. So they are against their own will in the late 80s, early 90s, when when things started going to shit for the Communist Party in, in the Soviet Union and when that actually collapsed. Now, all of a sudden, Cuba has no income. They have no weapons, they have no troops, money they have no money to supply their troops. They can't keep their armed forces moving. So, against their own choice, they have to open up. They have to start allowing business to come back to Cuba. They have to start allowing for private ownership and for for free market trade, which, you know, as much as they hate it, it's literally the only way they can support their regime so they do it reluctantly now you fast forward some more and you gotta bear in mind even though this little communist paradise is now doing trade with private businesses and allowing free trade and allowing some some tourism and income coming into the country so they can keep themselves in mustache wax and and cigar cream or whatever the fuck it is they're spending all the money on keeping the the elites happy and the common man fucked but so now all of a sudden you fast forward we're in a we're in a new millennium and things have changed to a certain extent not still not on par with a lot of the developed world but now we have cubans and the general population who have smartphones i mean you know it's not an iphone 12 by and wide unless you're a super elite party member you don't have an iphone 12 but they have technology at this point. They have social media accounts. They have access to smartphones and the internet. And so somebody, some group decides, okay, we're going to, you know what? We're sick of this shit. We don't have any food. We don't have any water. We don't have any medicine. We're going to get out there and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to go stir some shit up. And in the 90s, when the economy was fucked in Cuba, there was. Not the communication ability. It wasn't as noticeable on a global scale because the government controlled the information. There was no internet access. There was no social media. People in Cuba did not get internet access until about a decade ago. So think about that for a minute. Things were fucking worse then than they are now. And we didn't hear about it because it was being suppressed by the government. So you fast forward to now. A bunch of people start... Deciding they're going to go out and march in the streets. And they're pissed off because they don't have what they need to fucking live. Now they have social media. Now they have communication amongst people. So what started as a few people being pissed off is all of a sudden thousands of people flooding the streets because they don't have water. Because they don't have food. Because they want freedom. Because they're tired of being hungry. They're tired of being oppressed. They want freedom. They want happiness. They want life. Then the government shuts down the internet. Go figure. So... It it got shut down on Sunday um, and has been intermittent off and on since then. But the problem is, before the Cuban government got a chance to pull the plug on the national communication structure, people got the message out to the rest of the world. That's literally the only reason anybody knows what's going on right now is because one of the first things people did when they saw this shit going on is said, they're going to try and silence us. People need to know this is happening. And we're still going to have assholes denying that this is how things happen. They're going to try and say that capitalism is still bad and that you know, our system is fucked and we should be looking to these other ideologies to live a, a, a utopian existence. And these fucking morons, even though the simple fact is, the fact that we have these images of these protests, I mean, literally... They they've been out, they're out there they're rioting they rolled the police car that was unthought of for years you didn't move against the state if you were a Cuban resident you snuck off in a raft made out of fucking tires and tried to get to Miami without dying that's how that was how you dealt with this shit you did not actively oppose the government because you died you went to jail forever or you died. And people got out there, and they started protesting, and they said we need to show the world so when we are silenced by our government, people will know what's going on for a change, and we'll see this as a fucking problem. And yes, in this case, it was a riot, and you know what? It was a justified riot. It, it was not a quote-unquote peaceful protest where they were breaking into Targets and the Nike store and stealing 60-inch TVs and new shoes. They were rioting to get food and medicine. This is a state run food store. Literally, the only thing you go there for is provisions food, grains, beans, beverages, water, coffee, the basic staples of life. That's literally all that was in the store that the crowd attacked because they were literally starving to death. These people are dying, and there's going to be assholes out there trying to compare what they're doing to everything that was happening in the United States last summer. And that is going to piss me off, and I know it's coming, which is one of the reasons why I've been trying to avoid all the social media stuff. But ultimately, I see it coming. People are going to be like, see, if you don't, if you support the Cuban riots, but you don't support what was going on in the States, that means you're a racist, or that means you're just in denial, or you're only doing that because they're protesting. They're actually protesting for their lives. They're actually rioting to survive. They're rioting for their lives. They're rioting for food and medicine. They're not looting to get a come-up. They're trying to survive. If you don't see the fucking difference, you're a hypocrite and you're an asshole. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't be protesting the shit that happened here in the States. I completely endorse and support the actual peaceful protests back that happened last summer. It's the looting and the rioting I don't endorse and I don't support, because that's not a peaceful protest. The only reason these people are looting and rioting is because they're starving because of the actions of their government. They're not stealing shit to flip and put money in their pocket. They are literally robbing to eat. So if you're going to try and compare that to the petty bullshit that happened in this country last year, you're a piece of shit. It's not the same thing. It's not even on the same fucking level. These are people trying to get their lives fixed. And they're dealing with a situation where there have been rolling blackouts for literally fucking months in this country. Because they don't have the resources to keep the power on. There are people starving and because there is no food to be had. They only have water because they're catching rain and trying to survive in the bare minimum of standards. And a lot of humanity is dealing with the fact that these people have nothing, literally nothing. The only reason they're taking to the streets is because they have nothing left to lose. And the only reason we know about it is because they got the word out before this system that all these assholes want to idolize and fucking treat like it's something that it's not didn't shut clamp down on them quite quick enough. And even though the government has already made its moves to suppress the information, they are coming back at these protesters way harder than any American police or military has ever reacted to anything going on in the modern era. Not to say there weren't bad reactions. There's a lot of history in the U.S. that we're not proud of, but the simple fact of the matter is people are being beaten and detained and Protest organizers and social media people in Cuba are already compiling lists of people that have disappeared because of this unrest. Literally gone, probably dead, if not locked in a cell somewhere and may never see the light of day again. Beaten in the process, stomped in the process, boots to skulls, beaten once they've fallen. And there is footage of this happening. It's not like this is propaganda. This is what is happening. And uh, th- and a lot of the signals going to go completely dead because not only is it being shut down and raided by the government, but they don't have the power to turn things back on. If you really you know think this is such an ideal situation, get your ass down there. Get a duffel bag full of battery packs and solar chargers and go help these fucking people. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. And anyway, so we're coming up on about the half hour mark. So I guess for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms that I had to say it podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.IHadToSayItPodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program, things I've talked about. There are some links available for some merch that we're working on, and there are ways to contact us there as well. And thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.